There is no mom manual. We all know that. So this is the place you want to be. To laugh, to learn, to share, to join. The moms couldn't be more different, but best friends, partners, and now family. Melissa is happily married. Denise is happily divorced. And they're parenting worlds apart. Their thoughts on many things, complete opposite. Complete opposite. Grab your friends and join the moms. Here's Denise and Melissa. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's just Denise today in the midst of this crazy summer with everyone traveling and trying to figure out how to get ready for school again. It's just me, and I am just back from Iceland. I had an incredible trip with my kids that was really sparked by my cancer journey about two years ago when it really began because I used to be afraid of flying, although I did fly often, uh, usually just for work. And maybe once a year, I'd force myself to take my kids somewhere, but never too far and never across oceans for the whole ride. So I hadn't been international to Europe since I was a kid, which I was lucky enough to be able to do as a kid with my family. But it was something that I always wanted to do with my kids. And going through cancer is really what what sparked me trying to get rid of that fear. And so last summer, I took my kids and my mom to London. And this year, I, I, I took my kids to Iceland. It's a place I've always wanted to go. I realized it's not that far. It's only five and a half hours from New York at most. And I worked with Iceland Air and with Iceland Travel and with Reykjavik Excursions. And, and we came up with an incredible itinerary. And I have to say, traveling with my kids now that they're 12 and 9 is so incredible and special. And um, they're really great explorers. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about that and traveling in general. But this is sort of a travel-themed show because some of you may know that last December, I was traveling home from Los Angeles, again, also in the midst of my cancer treatment and I had a horrific experience with the TSA while I was traveling and and I really felt that I was treated poorly. I felt like I had been traveling enough and I knew how to travel while I had an illness. I had rashes all over my body. I was wearing a wig and I didn't feel that it was a good situation. And so I'll talk more about that. But today we are going to be joined by somebody from the TSA because I wound up uh, working with them on a volunteer basis to put together a public service announcement on how people should travel with an illness. And so we are going to be joined shortly by the TSA. But first, I just want to say thank you to GoGo Squeeze and to Texture for partnering with the Moms podcast. And what's so great about GoGo Squeeze also, I have to say that my I carry it with me because I have a picky eater. And so I took six pouches with me to Iceland. And so on the plane there and a little bit while we were there and on the plane home, both of my kids actually had a go-go squeeze. So what's great about it is that it's entirely natural, 100% fruit with no artificial anything, just orchard fresh apples and other wholesome fruit. 
Not only parents like us get it, but even the kids today get it. They are smarter about healthy food and will often choose a great tasting, good for them option instead of the snacks we think they might choose. They have over 14 great tasting varieties like apple, 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 banana, and apple, raspberry, lemon twist. Just calling it applesauce doesn't begin to describe it. Or the fruit and veggie blends like Mighty Mango with apple and butternut squash is a great choice. They all taste great and the kids love them. The best part is that GoGo Squeeze comes in a squeezable pouch so kids can enjoy them anytime, anywhere, just like mine do when we travel. Not only when we travel, but when we're also here. But I take them with me everywhere. So thank you to GoGo Squeeze for making my life much easier. Uh, and so, especially when I travel, and like I said, it's, it's a travel-themed show, so we are going to be joined now by TSA Cares producer, Emily bonilla Peaton. Hi, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Denise. Thank you so much for having us. Okay, so if you could just start by telling everybody what you both do for the TSA. Sure. Um, actually, I produce um, a, a, a YouTube channel called TSA Cares, and uh, TSA Cares is provides travel tips um, for people that are either uh, has a medical disability or has a any specific um, when in regards to traveling has any medications or a special circumstance that they're traveling with. We help provide travel tips to ease any confusion ease any stresses and we just prepare the traveling public to understand what they should expect while going to the checkpoint. Great and thank you for explaining that and Supriya tell us about your role with the TSA. Sure this is Supriya Raman I'm currently the acting branch manager for the TSA's disability branch which is located within our office of civil rights, civil liberties, ombudsman and traveler engagement. Within the branch, what we do is use a holistic approach to enhance accessibility for individuals with disabilities and medical conditions, especially uh, with the airport screening process. So during this uh, work that we do, we work with the workforce within TSA to develop uh, protocols and screening procedures and enhance them to ensure that people with disabilities and medical conditions are able to be screened. Uh, And at the same time, we also work with the community to help engage and educate our workforce in terms of what is it that's working for them and what is not working for them. So that's where we come at in terms of addressing the screening procedures for individuals with disabilities and those with different medical conditions. Great. And thank you for explaining that. So I just want to remind everyone who may not have heard about my story before we get into what we have done together. But last December, I was traveling home from Los Angeles. I had reactions and rashes all over my body from my breast cancer treatment. And at the time, I was traveling with very large um, containers of lotions that had the prescription on them. I took them out of my bag. I handed them to the agents. I was pre-checked, so I didn't have to remove my shoes. And I also disclosed that I was wearing a wig and that I had a um, metal port in, in, in my body. And so I went through the, the security and I then encountered what I described as a horrific situation because for some reason um, the agents felt like they wanted further screening with me 
Um, and it was a long series of complications because they asked me to take off my shoes, but I didn't have socks on. So I didn't want my feet on the floor that had rashes all over them, which is why I was carrying the cream. And so they wound up giving me a search that I felt was not appropriate or warranted. And, and the agent you know, once you disclose that you have a, a port, they're not really supposed to touch you in that area. And they did. And then I asked my business partner, Melissa, to videotape because I felt that I was not being treated properly. And so I then posted the video on Facebook and got quite a really unbelievable amount of views and responses. And so you can hear on the on the video also the agent saying that they can touch me and push and pressure. Anyway, it was a very horrific experience. I wrote about it and I reached out to the TSA and uh, immediately received an apology. Um, I wound up going on a lot of television programs talking about it because the video wound up being picked up all over the world. And when I went on television, I was really, it was really important to me that the message that I was conveying was that obviously I understand the TSA has a job to do to protect our country and to protect people traveling. I just felt like these particular agents didn't handle my situation appropriately. And so the TSA immediately apologized and we started talking about what we could do together to make sure that other people know the best way to travel with an illness. And so that brings me to today. Um, I was really fortunate and, and really satisfied with our work together. And I, I just hope it helps. And so we, we did shoot a video that advises people traveling with disabilities or illnesses on the best way to go through security. And so I just want to say thank you for obviously uh, responding so quickly and to, for taking it seriously. And also, you know, I just want to ask you from the TSA standpoint, your reaction when you saw the video and why you felt like it was important to do this together. Well, Denise, I, I feel like it's, it's important to stress that it was very obvious um, when you were being interviewed that um, the intent and the message that you're trying to convey was this wasn't fair and you were trying to help educate those like you or in a similar situation. And we take those concerns and stresses seriously. And of course, and Supriya can chime in on this, this goes back to training and understanding. I mean, we reviewed tapes and Supriya, didn't your office get involved almost instantly? This is Supriya, yes. Uh, we got involved instantly getting in touch with the airport as well as with Ms. Albert to understand what happened and to find out where we can address the issues that came about and especially getting in with our coalition members to start educating and helping our frontline workforce understand better how to screen somebody with uh, medical condition, especially someone who's already telling you what they have and why they have certain uh, liquids or gels with them. Yeah, it's also important to remind the traveling public that 
it may not seem appropriate or fair at times. And we try our best to to be um, mindful of your condition, whatever the situation was. But at the end of the day, we're also trying to prevent another 9-11. So we're, we're trying to balance those two and trying to help uh, educate the traveling public. And I will say working with Denise was probably one of the easiest experiences I've ever had in the history of me working with TSA. She was such a joy. She was very patient, but she, but you were also there every step of the way, giving us your two cents, you know, allowing us in on your concerns, your stresses, like this video would not be where it is without your hands-on approach to it. So your dedication is, it's it's a reminder for not only the agency and also for the traveling public that, you know, we're, everyone's learning and we're also adapting and we're trying our best to best educate the traveling public by also being true to our guidance and policy. Right. And I, and I appreciate that. I want to say, you know, I wound up hearing from a lot of people across the country who who say that they've had similar situations or experiences. So, you know, I think it's important to note, obviously, this I'm not the only person this has ever happened to, but I think it's also important to know what you just said, which is that they have a very important job to do to make sure that our country is protected. And so what do you want people to take away from from that because you know i people ask me were those two people fired what happened to them and and i've asked you that and i know that you can't really tell me that but it's i think a nice reminder the video that we did is a nice reminder not only for the traveling public but also for agents um i personally think that i encountered two people on a, a little bit of a high who who weren't doing their job properly um and i i would hope that they, you know, whatever was your investigation internally, I would assume that that they are now aware of that also. Uh, So I think that that's what happens in any job, right? You encounter people who don't necessarily do the job that they're supposed to do. And so I guess the question for you both is what would you want other people to know and take away from that situation? Well, I would like to first um, tell the audience how important it is to reach out to us. Um, we have an amazing customer service outlet, Ask TSA. You're free to tweet us your questions or DM us on Facebook with any questions or concerns. And uh, we've got amazing feedback from um, our customer service Ask TSA site. Um, we also have an amazing website that we try to keep track. We're up to date on policy guidelines, anything you can think of on whether what items you're allowed to prohibited items. Um, if you have any specific questions on whether or not you can bring medications past the 3.4 ounces, I mean, it's all on our website. So we really want to uh, remind people to check us out. And there's always somebody listening. And if, if it's something that you can't find or you can't find the right answer or it's still kind of fuzzy, you know, we always have somebody on hand. Um, and Sapria can also mention our relationship with other coalition foundations and, and how we get to where we're at with those relationships. So this is Sapria. Um, thank you, Emily, for sort of seg- helping me segue into that. 
Uh, we do have what's called the TSA's uh, Disability and Medical Conditions Coalition, and the Susan G. Komen Foundation is one of the members. And what they did was they uh, went into the specific airport in this case and trained the individuals uh, in the ch checkpoint area to help them understand what needs to happen when you're screening somebody with a medical condition or with a disability. In addition, uh, we, ha we try to get as much information as we can for the public on our dsa.gov website, and we encourage people to look up the website before they travel. Uh, there's also what we call the TSA Disability Notification Card, where you can print, a, print the card off from our website and put in your information, N not your name or anything like that, just the condition or your accommodation that you're requesting, and just show it to the screener so they will be able to uh, work with you without you having to uh, affect your privacy. The uh, TSA also has what's called the TSA CARES toll-free helpline. Uh, the number is 1-855-787-2227 or Federal Relay 711. So you can call into this number to get information about how you need to prepare to travel, especially for your screening. And at this number, you can also ask for a passenger support specialist. This would be somebody who's gone through additional training to screen individuals with disabilities and medical conditions. So they will be available to you uh, to give you the assistance that you need to uh, advance your travel and coordinate your checkpoint support. And uh, this depends on the level of resources that the airport has, but uh, we are trying our best to get that uh, support be a bit more robust in terms of assisting travelers. Right. And I just want to say, just for me, obviously, also, this experience has been so important to me to share with my kids because they did see the video also. But I think it's really important for kids to to see the message and to see that that it's it's okay to stand up for yourself. You know, even when I was shooting the video, I asked my business partner, Melissa, to take the video and she was very worried. She thought we'd get arrested. Um, we didn't know the law, if it was okay or not to videotape at that point. We found out later that it was okay. But I just think it's important also for for everyone to understand that it's okay to stand up for yourself. Even in a case like this where it was scary because it was the government, we didn't know if we'd be arrested. Um, but we, I just at that point just felt very strongly in my situation that I was not in the wrong. And so I think it's just important and it's a nice message for kids to know that it's okay to stand up for yourself, even even if it's against the government. Absolutely. I think you are a prime example of that. And I, it's it's an amazing thing that you did. It's, it's a brave thing that you did. And I will say we take every concern and stress very seriously and it's reviewed uh, appropriately. And as, as you mentioned, you know, if, if especially if it goes um, uh, viral, it, it, such as your case, we'll reach out directly to you to, you know, get the insight to understand what the issues and concerns were. Thank you for that. Is there anything else that you guys want to add about my specific situation and um, any any words of wisdom for others? This is Supriya. Um, Ms. Albert, we want to thank you for bringing 
uh, these issues to our attention. Just like Emily said, the more we know about what's happening, the better we are in terms of the service we provide to the public. Uh, granted, our uh, primary focus is screening and making sure security is maintained. But at the same time, we also take it as our responsibility to ensure the traveling public is treated in a fair and lawful manner. So every instance that we hear about helps us refine our training, helps us understand what's working and what's not. And thank you for doing that. And thank you. And I just want to say also, because I think, you know, we're in such a time uh, politically, <laughs> that's a little difficult. So I think it's just important also to note that we started these conversations with with the last administration. And are you, is the TSA currently, is are there changes since the new administration? Or are you just operating, do you operate separately or you have to report to the president? No, we have a um, our new administrator who just recently started two weeks ago. Um, same as our previous administrator, the goal is to ensure that the traveling public is um, uh, fully aware of our guidance and policy, and we're still trying to protect. Our priority is safety. So we're not going to discredit um, or change that policy with the new administration. It seems the same goal. So and. Like we mentioned before, we take any issues or concerns, whether good or bad, um, we take note of that. And this is how we will continue to evolve within a fairly new agency. Well, great. Well, thank you both so much for joining me. It's really been incredible to work with you and an honor to be able to work with the TSA to share these messages. And if anybody wants to find out more or see the video, they can go to themoms.com. And also, if you can tell everybody one more time where they can find it on your website. Yes, um, feel free to check us out at tsa.gov. And we also have our own YouTube channel. Um, it, under TSA Cares, we have the traveling as a uh, cancer patient video. So feel free to check it out. Well, thank you both so much for joining me, and, and hope, I hope we don't meet like this again. <laughs> no, and it was once again a pleasure to work alongside with you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. We greatly appreciate the working relationship we have, and we'll continue to have. Absolutely, and thank you so much. Thank and you. Happy travels. <laughs> thank you. Take care. Thanks so much to Emily bonilla Peaton and to Supriya Raman of the TSA. And I just I, I just want to reiterate why it was so important for me to work with them because my kids saw the video. My kids saw how upset I was and how really horrified I was from the experience. But I thought it was really important for me to continue to share the story because I really didn't want this to happen to anybody else. And I felt like the latter I could be about it without without diminishing what the TSA does, the more the more it could help other people. And so I'm I'm so thrilled that the TSA agreed with me and it was really an incredible experience to work with them. So I hope that that you all learned something from that and and I hope that there will be fewer and fewer instances for people who are traveling with an illness or a disability. The Moms is also partnered with the Texture app and 
as it's a travel-focused show, I was able to read all of my favorite magazines on my iPad coming home from Iceland yesterday. The Texture app has gone beyond delivering just the magazine itself. They've made it easy to find and enjoy the articles that you want to read with daily recommendations, exclusive interactive features, videos, and more. Texture makes magazines easy, and there are so many great ones out there like People, Entertainment Weekly, and Vogue. Texture is normally $9.99 a month, and you get over 200 magazines. But if you sign up right now at texture.com slash the moms, you get a 14-day free trial. Why subscribe to just a couple of magazines when you can have all of your favorites on your smartphone or tablet all of the time for way less? Right now, Texture is offering our listeners a 14-day free trial when you go to texture.com slash the moms. That's 14 days to try Texture for free when you go to texture.com slash the moms. And I have to say, I want to just tell you because I did use it on both of my flights to Iceland and home from Iceland. And just make sure that you do it the night before because you want to download the magazines so that when you're in the air, if you don't have Wi-Fi, they're already on your phone or your tablet. And I made the mistake when I tried it a couple of months ago on a different flight, but now I know to download the magazines that you want to read so that you have them all and you don't need to waste all that money in the store at the airport. So I, I, I truly love Texture. While I was on my trip the past week, I always think about the moms do your homework. And my kids are such incredible travelers, but I want to say I never thought that they would be because they like their sports. They like their technology. They like their iPads. They like their friends. They like to be home. They like to play sports. They like to be outside. And I remember when I was a kid, again, very fortunate that my parents were able to travel with us, but I did not like sightseeing. And I remember giving my parents such a hard time. I don't know what has changed or if my kids are just better at traveling than I am but I think the homework for today is don't assume that your kids don't want to learn by sightseeing because I used to think my kids would never want to and I planned this trip to Iceland and we took all of these day trips they were 10 hour days 12 hour days and my kids didn't we took the technology a little bit on the bus just so I could have a little break, I'll be honest. But they didn't have their technology. They didn't play sports. They didn't do things that they are typically used to doing. And my kids were curious adventurers and explorers. And we sometimes played games on the bus like geography or initials and guessing games. and. But when we were outside on all of the trips, they truly enjoyed learning and asked questions. So the homework for the day is don't assume that your kids don't want to be sightseers. Um, Try something new with them. See if they can handle it. Maybe you don't have to go all the way to Iceland to do that, but you can try it in your own city. And so, and I've done it in my own city too. We've taken buses around New York City. So that's my homework for the day, especially as we start the school year um, and you're looking for things to do on weekends, I would say try being a tourist with your children. That is the Moms Did Your Homework for this week. I hope that you learned something from my experience with the TSA. And if you have any family members or friends that are traveling with 
an illness, I hope that you can share this with them because it's really important information. I think if the, the most important thing that you can do is know what your rights are when you travel and hopefully you won't encounter anybody like I did, but if you do, you'll know what to do. So thank you for listening. Thank you to the TSA. And if you are already back to school, I hope it's an easy transition. And if you're like me and school hasn't started yet, I hope you enjoy the last week of summer and have a great week. And we'll be back next week.